It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> Just joking. Who is it? Who are you? Pam, Pam Spanish. You- Brittany? Brittany, bitch? <laughs> Are you doing the, do you, do you want to? Yeah, so, okay, so um, this is my intro. Yeah, you're doing an intro. You're doing the intro because you're like, why do you always get to do the cool shit? I'm doing the intro. So I'm going to shut up now so you can do the intro. Go. Howdy, folks. And yeah, no, so easy so, is it? So <laughs> today on this is false. We're gonna talk about COVID and people that have to work through COVID. And we're going to have a guest on. Her name is Ashley. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk to <laughs> Ashley <laughs> about the things that she hates about working through the pandemic. Uh, this I I can't do intros. Yeah, it's not Just so easy, is it? Go, go is ahead, it mansplain it. Is it mansplain sp- the show. Tell them. Oh, I'm leaving all of this in. This is all staying in. Just do your little <laughs> intro. Do you want it? You can do it. I just did it. It was fucking fabulous. <laughs> Best intro. Best intro ever. Okay, so this would be, what, the sixth? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> this is our sixth episode of This is False. Do I have to write the script for you? <laughs> if I write a script for you, would that would that help? I can write my own script. Okay. You just, you caught me off guard here. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about this for half an hour before I turned on the mic. <laughs> this is our sixth episode of This is False. With... <laughs> is this where I say my name? I did that already. Move on. Are we gonna start with the thing? Oh, we, this is, is all. This my I'm, intro? I'm just I'm just putting this whole thing. This in is there. my intro. Okay, yeah. now we're gonna play our phone call with Ashley. Uh, what's the issue here? Stay tuned. Yeah. There. <laughs> now now we play the recording. You want to add something? Yeah, um, so, well, this, uh, you may notice a quality difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot that. (laughs) (laughs) You may notice a quality difference because uh, we did this over Zoom, and that kind of makes all the things sound like they're coming through a phone. I think it still sounds fine. It still sounds fine, and I don't really, it's just because I'm... Like, are we really worried about quality here? This is not a high... I am, because... This is not a high-quality production. But I'm a sound guy. i got a reputation to protect. Oh, you know, gotta. You got a reputation, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So this this is our uh, conversation with with Ashley. She she works at a um, a a coffee establishment. Uh, we get into the details of that in the interview, but uh, it's about half an hour long. And uh, on the other side, we're gonna have a conversation about uh, other stuff, related things. We don't know yet. We're gonna figure it out. Bye. I love you. say a 
uh, a large-ish coffee chain. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. Yeah, we can say that. Okay. Uh, Ashley works at a largest coffee chain here in uh, in Windsor, and uh, you've been working during the pandemic. Um, have you been working the whole time? Uh, not the entire time. Um, when it first started, actually, my store got shut down, so I was off for a couple of months. Um, but then we kind of got forced to go back to work. Um, I think it was in March. Oh wow, you're already back in March. Yeah. So you weren't you weren't off for very long then. No. Yeah. Um, so when you went back, was your like was your store proper open or was it like drive through only kind of thing? Um. So we're actually lucky enough that we're only a cafe store. Um. So we don't have to we didn't have to deal with the drive through, which is part of why we were closed. Um. So yeah. we were. Sh- only supposed to be having uh, people come up to the door uh, to get their drinks and order there, but that lasted for maybe a week. And then people just kind of started coming into the cafe like regular. Oh, wow. Was that because of policy change or people just weren't following the policy? Um, it was more policy change. I think that it was they were realizing they were losing customers by making people wait outside. So they wanted to get more people into the store as fast as possible, especially since we've been closed for a couple months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And like mind you, this isn't a coffee chain that is hurting for money either. Absolutely not. No. Like when I found out I I wish I had the numbers, I should have pulled it up, but like when I found out what we actually lost as a company, it's like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's frustrating. Well, because most of the branches are open, right? Because they can both have drive throughs, right? So it's absolutely like, yeah. And yeah. and they were they were packed like during the entire pandemic. Um mm-hmm. People were lined out onto the streets for some uh, some of the drive-throughs. It was insane. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, did you did you work at any of those, or you've only been at the the cafe one? No, no, no. Um, because my mom, uh, she has uh, health issues. I didn't want to pick up any shifts at any of the drive-through stores just because it was such high heavy traffic. Yeah. Yeah. So have you like like how's your mental health been regarding like going back in? Has it been like really stressful for you or? It's it's weird because um, in my mind we're still at a pandemic, right? Uh, there's mm-hmm. all these things that we should be more cautious about, but it's just kind of like aside from having to wear the masks, everything has just pretty much gone back to normal. Uh, we were mm-hmm. supposed to have a limit of how many customers in the store. It was supposed to be ten, including the staff. Uh, that lasted maybe two days. Wow. Do they have anybody enforcing that? Like, do they have, like, security or anybody, like, counting the number of people are coming in? It was supposed to be one of the one of the staff members. So oh, okay. the problem with that is we were only, we were severely understaffed already. So mm-hmm. it was almost impossible to be able to do that and keep up with taking customers' orders as well. As right. Even. Yeah, it would be. So, so yeah, just, just to clarify, you, you, the store was closed until May. Mm-hmm. So, oh, until May. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I, thought, I thought I heard March before, but no, it was March. I, I did say March. Yeah, sorry, but it yeah. was May. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. So it opened up back in May, and then originally they were only going to have. So this would have been during phase one, mm-hmm. right, of Ontario's economic recovery from COVID, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Phase one, right? That's when that started. Yeah. So that was like 
the the rule was supposedly that you couldn't have anyone in the store at all and that they had to come to the door and you would make it and take it out to them. Yeah. And that was promptly violated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was... It was that violated because, cause again, because the staff was expected to sort of like take that on additionally and it and it just became impossible to do both your job and that or was that like your boss is telling you oh no we're just gonna let people in um the be- in the beginning uh it was start like it started becoming a problem because of us being short staff and i think it just got to the point where they're realizing okay we can't keep up with it and we're losing money that it's there's no point in trying to do this anymore yeah so uh, is that did the managers just like basically expressed to you guys to like stop worrying about that or like how did that get how did that get brought to your attention to stop enforcing the numbers and stuff we were kind of talked to um during our shifts about it uh kind of like and like given a heads up a week before that uh this is what was going to happen so then by the time my next shift it was it was already uh, happening yeah people store um yeah it was it was weird did anybody like did any of the staff like speak out against that and say that they didn't feel comfortable or anything like that um i did have one shift actually who's been pretty outspoken uh i know both my my manager and the district manager um, yeah about there's not really a reason for our store to even be open uh <laughs> like we're not getting enough customers as it is um right. and when we we're not staffed properly for it right Mm-hmm. and the whole safety thing yeah I have like a number like I have another shift who's diabetic like there's you know when we have people in our crew that have health issues or their parents have health issues and it's I know a number of people were really nervous about going back right yeah of course um so then phase two happens which allows for uh places like that to have that have street entrances to have people inside them right and so that's when they instituted the 10 person including staff rule yeah, that's when it was supposed to be, yeah. Okay. And how many staff typically work, like, on a normal shift? Um, I would say three. So, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not enough. Holy shit. <laughs> I've been in those places lots that's of times. That's insanity. There's like, there's, like, you know, eight to ten people at least. Yeah, right? that's insane. Well, no wonder that there's not enough people to enforce anything. Yeah. Because you just need, you'd need them to jump behind the counter and help. Yeah. It's crazy too. Actually, uh, last week, one of the busier drive-through stores, um, I heard that they closed with uh, three people. So think for a cafe, that's difficult to do. But with a drive-through, you have an added. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just the the things that they're expected to do is just as if we're not already dealing with enough stress. You know? No kidding. Yeah. Well, and like the additional cleaning that's required to keep you safe that you're not going to be able to do. You're not going to have time to like stop and like sanitize your hands and all that kind of shit. So what what kind of, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) One of the bigger frustrations is like, we're the ones that are supposed to be, we're holding ourselves accountable. Um, There's not really anybody enforcing any of the cleaning or washing your hands or any of that stuff. It's, you have to do that yourself. So a lot of people don't, <laughs> which is also worrying. That's the thing, right? If there's like one person there that's not taking it seriously, there's nobody holding them accountable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then you say, so even with this 10 person inside the store rule, 
Um, so that, you know, if there's three, say there's three people on, that means that seven customers can be in there at any given time. Would you say that if, if that had been, you know, stuck to and people were wearing masks when they were coming in with, with seven customers, is there enough room in there to social distance properly? How we have it set up now? No, because we lost half of our store. Um, we have it blocked off so people can't sit down. So that's uh, okay. Uh, yeah, a large yeah. portion. Even with the ten-person rule, you'd still. It's a it's a snug fit. <laughs> God damn it! So and then that that just hasn't been something that you could because again because it's being expected to that staff is going to additionally enforce that as well as you know make the drinks and the food and everything else um mm -hmm. that that's not that like how, what would you say at like how ma how many people have you seen in the store at any given time like what's the most you've seen um well a couple of weeks ago um they started this promotion uh where you can buy one drink and you get another drink free for wow a amount of time um and so that's definitely brought in a lot more people mm -hmm. uh, so I would say probably about 15 customers so so basically you got like 20 people in there yeah so double what it's supposed to be in a space that's yeah. already not big enough for 10 people so here's the thing that's that's such bullshit <laughs> because like well okay everyone wants to make money the fact that they're putting out promotions during a pandemic to drag in more people they know that's going to be a, the effect. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's, it's been very clear that um, all these measures that were supposed to be put in place are just kind of for show. There's not really right. any kind of a real concern for employees getting sick or getting their families sick. Um, they've made or customers it, for that matter. Yeah. You know, um, they've made it pretty obvious that, they're just trying to make back anything that they've lost and then more. Wow. Yeah. So, so what have they put in, have they put like any measures in place in the store to keep you guys protected? So we have to wear masks on our ship. Uh, yeah. I wish you guys could see these masks. They're, they're thinner than a t-shirt. Like it's. Oh, they provide you with masks. Yeah. Um, they're these cloth masks. They're, this almost see-through material it's it's pretty uh i don't know what it's it doesn't really do much we have some plexiglass uh where you take the orders okay and where you take off the orders yeah um but that's pretty much it wow that's so what if you want to wear your own like medical grade mask will they let you wear a different mask oh yeah absolutely that's that's oh, okay okay but they, but the ones they provide, because if you can't, but they don't mandate that. Yeah. No. So you mentioned that like your mom kind of has some health issues and like, I know, I know that you live with like quite a big family of people that, you know, have to go about their days and, and do a bunch of things. Has it like introduced, like, I know it's introduced a lot of uh, anxiety and fear for you. Uh, do you feel like that's, that has been felt by your family at all? Um, yeah, I know definitely when uh, I had to go back to work, we were kind of thinking like, okay, like, am I gonna have to stay somewhere else? Am I gonna be able to keep living here? Um, just because we weren't sure what the risk was. But even now, you know, like, it, it scares me because, you know, if I'm the one that gets my mom sick, 
I can't, I wouldn't be able to live with myself, especially just, you know, for a paycheck like that. It's, right. It's a really hard thing that I, I struggle with, you know, trying to figure out, is it worth working right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can't, then I, I'm not able to collect unemployment. I can't. Right. There's not really any other places right now that I feel are super safe, especially with my job work experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing, like they're not mandating these things really. So if you left there and went to a different place, you're probably going to end up with the same bullshit at the other place as well. Because it's, it's not just the company I work for, you know, a lot of these companies, it's just trying to make back that money, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That does seem to be singularly what, what they care about. And like, you can see that in uh, we've talked on this podcast quite a bit about like the local politicians here who have been pushing this message of like, Oh, get out and support your local businesses. Right. And, and you know, go out and sit on your patios and go to go to your favorite restaurants and all this stuff. And like we've called out uh, the counselors that are saying that for being, you know, for subjecting their workers, if nothing else, even, even if, even if they could somehow like say that it is safe, they're not even, giving one one iota one shit at all about whether or not their workers feel safe right which is like really important it's not just about whether or not they are safe right it's also whether or not they feel safe yeah because the emotional stress of going to work every day and worrying about that would turn my hair even more gray than it already is yeah like it's, and it's difficult it, it, to uh, confront customers as well, you know, telling them, you know, if you're going to come in here, you have to wear a mask, especially since a lot of the staff is so young. Um, yeah. People can be really aggressive, especially now. I've heard some horror stories. Uh, we've had multiple people freak out about not being able to sit inside the store, even though what you can't fuck? sit inside anywhere, you know. Right. Also, like, why the fuck? Ugh. So people are wanting to, like, so are most people coming up and ordering their drinks with a mask on? I would say the majority, yes. Uh, yeah. Right now because it's mandated. Um, right. Definitely. But then there's probably, like, the people once in a while that are like, oh, I have my drink now, so I'm going to take my mask off and drink it. Yeah, or we have people that um, they'll just linger in the cafe for about 10 minutes even though we'll tell them like you can't stay in here they're like oh i'm just i'm looking for something in my bag or i'm you know what i mean they'll right. make up an excuse to just of course not listen <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's fucked up so like and you brought up a good point too that again like in addition to the, the job that you have on like an everyday basis you you're now also being expected to clean a lot more uh you're being expected to like police uh you know whether like how many people are in the store but you're also like if there are too many people just wandering in the store or people aren't wearing masks or people are being deliberately deliberately you know not social distancing like it, it's also now being placed on on like the lowest wage workers right. to confront and potentially what like risk yeah deal with these like aggressive customers that are yeah, mad who might be physically violent right you never know right you don't know what you're walking into and you or if you're having to confront with. somebody that's not wearing a mask then you're automatically more exposed to getting sick so are they paying you higher wages for having to deal with these extra job duties uh no uh they were for the beginning um when like the very beginning of the pandemic right uh, people had the option to work um there was a couple dollar increase um but but, uh, yeah but as soon as we were um 
like I said, basically forced to come back to work. It was either come back to work or you have to go on a leave of absence and sort of thing. Um, yeah, once we all had to come back to work, that was that was finished. Yeah. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's what, and that's what a lot of companies did. I know, yeah. like like the Loblaws Corporation right. canceled their quote unquote hero pay. Right. Yeah, they put uh, out these like big like advertisements, like oh, we value our our heroes. We're gonna pay them more, and then they just quietly pull the money away. Absolutely. And, and so you never you never even got it because you weren't working during the height the so called yeah. height of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, even though the height of the pandemic for Windsor Essex has actually been the last two weeks. We <laughs> right. More cases down here now than there were at, in the middle of March, where right. this was like becoming a huge thing. Yeah, um, and we have, a, we have a promotion coming up for the full week. It's buy one, get one free. So what the I'm fuck? Really sure yeah. What that's going to look like. It's, uh, yeah, it's scary. Yeah. So, so what if somebody does get sick at this point? Like how many sick days would you have? I have think... They- I'm pretty sure you get the two weeks covered. That's Canadian government, though. That's not. No, so, that's, not that's not the. That's not the, the Canadian. That's not the government law anymore. That was taken away with Ford. No, no, they put it back in place for the pandemic. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so yeah. that's still okay. Yeah, they put it back in place. Right. Um, I think it was federal, though. I'm honestly not. I'm not positive. Not sure. But. Well, and the place so near where you work, um, mm-hmm. there's been like rumors of outbreaks in some yeah. of the like adjacent sort of storefronts right yeah. mm-hmm. and like that so so is that the kind of thing that like when you come to work is that the kind of thing that workers are talking about like you know like are, pe- are people when they're coming into work are they sort of expressing like this is fucked up like why are we working kind of thing um there's definitely been a lot of that especially now with the like i said the new promotions that are going on and like that kind of push to get more people into the store because a lot of our customers too are workers from other adjacent stores right oh yeah so knowing what stores uh you know were affected you don't really know more difficult to contact trace in the event that someone does get sick right absolutely yeah that's fucked up I'm really sorry that you have to deal with yeah, that. That's that, really fucked. I would, I would be so stressed out. Yeah. Like all the time. So you, do you know, because uh, I actually don't, I don't know this. Like if you were to say like, no, you know what? I'm not doing this. I can't risk my family or my own health. Are you able to collect serve or EI or anything? Or no. is it just like because you rejected work, you're just off here. You know, go fuck yourself basically. I had looked into that. I'd actually even um, thought about just getting myself fired at one point. Um, hoping that that was a way that I could not have to work right now and not have to stress about getting my family sick. But even that, unless you're getting fired right now, I don't, I don't believe you're covered for CERB. No, you wouldn't get CERB, but if you got fired for something that wasn't technically like, like with cause, then you could get EI. But no, Mm -hmm. if you just, if you leave work right now because of the virus, then you're rejecting work and you don't get CERB. Yeah, it's, it's such crazy. bullshit too because like I just got my last serve payment and uh, you know, they have this whole spiel at the beginning. You know, when you're on the, I do mine over the phone because my CRA account has been locked and I don't know why and no one can tell me. Okay, that's the yeah. thing that happens, I guess. Uh-huh. Mine is locked too. Yeah, so I had to to do it through the phone, and so they give you this whole spiel about like, oh, you know, here's how you qualify basically. And this month it changed, and uh. they spent like a good two or three minutes uh, going on about how 
we expect you to find work. Or right. Are you trying to find like work? Like, where the fuck do you expect us to find work? Yeah, like, first of all, four million people are unemployed. Right. Second of all, it's a pandemic. Are you like, why are you encouraging people to go and find work when we're in a pandemic? Money. That's why. Money. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Well, maybe being on this podcast will get you fired. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, no. Actually, actually we're gonna we're unless gonna try you to want sure it to, then happen. I fully support you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard, right? You know, it's I've always I've always liked working, but I don't know. The older I get, it's just it's it's become apparent that uh, as much as I put into this company and as much as I work hard, it doesn't really it doesn't matter. No, my health doesn't matter. My safety doesn't matter. Um, yeah. me as an employee doesn't matter. So right. it's disheartening, you know, and it's, and it's scary and it's yeah. lots of anxiety and lots of feelings. So it's, I don't know. It's, uh, it's been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like, it's, the thing is too, like you speak out about it, we're having to be all cloak and dagger or at least partially right. cloak and dagger about wh- who you are and where you're working because like, you know, you could face retaliation right. for even just speaking out about these. Yeah. For just saying the truth about what's happening. Yeah. It's fucked up. And like yeah. the thing with me is like, am I going to be surprised when some like giant company doesn't care about like the health of a worker? No, because if they cared about everyone's health, then they wouldn't have as much money as they do. So that's not surprising. But to me, it's like when our politicians are just also like not holding them accountable and not putting these things into place that are going to protect you and your family. That's the thing mm-hmm. that pisses yeah. me right off when we've got like local politicians telling us, Oh no, our, my employees are happy to be back at work. Everyone's happy to be back at work. Nobody's stressed out and all this stuff. It's like, that's some bullshit right there. Well, I mean, like Aaron, would you feel comfortable going to your boss or your immediate supervisor and saying that, you know, essentially what you're saying here, like, would you, would that be something you're comfortable doing? Oh no, absolutely not. Not to like, not to the depths that I've gone to. Um, I would definitely have to sugarcoat it and try to figure out. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't even really know how to approach it without putting yourself at risk. Yeah, yeah, being worried that maybe like my hours might get cut or, you know, that I don't know. It's just there's especially in this company, um, they're really happy to work for it. and so any kind of criticism, even if it's constructive, uh, gets shut down almost yeah. immediately and you're looked at as this really negative person. So it's it's hard because then you start to alienate yourself. Right. Work, you know, and yeah. you don't do that either. You don't want to be the person that complains all the time. But when else is talking about it, it's... Yeah. Especially, yeah, if you're the only one that's going to speak up. It would almost have to be like everybody would have to put their foot down at the same time and like back each other to do anything. But then at the, they still wouldn't care. They yeah. just look at everybody as replaceable anyways. There's always somebody lined up with a resume. Well, I know that there was a petition going around uh, for the workers to, to stop the BOGO uh, during the pandemic. Obviously, that didn't do anything because they no. settled down and are going to do a week of it. Yeah, uh, that's... So. Uh, so I feel well, like I that mean, you know, discourages people from talking. Um, like even, cause I know like there's tons of my coworkers from the store I work at and other stores that I know feel the same way I do, but right. nobody's going to say anything, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, and one, I know, I know. And two, 
sorry, no, sorry. I was just saying uh, we're scared of getting in trouble, and um, it also just feels pointless. Yeah. Right. Why would I get myself or risk getting myself in trouble for no reason? You know, that's kind of what it feels like. Right. Yeah, and I I know someone. We both know someone who who used to work um, at that place. Yeah. Um, and like one of the things I really picked up on was that like the the sort of cult of positivity that exists in the corporate culture of that place. Ugh. And like yes. this sort of like you can't ever have a negative thought or bring anything up because it's like, well, you're not being a member of the team, you right? Know? And like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say, kind of before we, uh, you know, say goodbye? Uh, I think I pretty much covered everything that I can think of. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 so, like, words of wisdom to end on. <laughs> Just Google, Google like a, a Gandhi quote really quick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I, this just makes me more mad at, at local yeah. politicians because it's just like, this is the exact kind of thing that we were told by these politicians. Oh, our workers don't, yeah, they don't, they don't have these fears. Yeah, no, they're, they're totally happy to be back at work. They love it. Everything's good. Yeah. It's, but, there, like, there's definitely going to be like the, the one or two people that are, but don't feel that the pandemic's a big deal. You know what I mean? So yeah, going back to right. work isn't an issue for them. But um, I would say definitely the majority of people I've talked to um, feel similar to how I feel. Uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely talked to quite a few people that are, oh, yeah. you know, hating their lives. And like, I live downtown. So I, I go like walk my dog and I'm walking past these patios in like the 90 degree heat where all these people are sitting out enjoying their day drinking their beer and then like you see the servers are in masks like sweating their asses off walking like how how can you tell me that these people are happy to be doing this like Especially there's no fucking way not fucking being paid very much goddamn exactly money to do it. i mean are people tipping you know like you can't mm-hmm. right most people are using cash so probably yeah, not. exactly it's uh and can you take um can you get debit tips at your work? I don't believe you can. No, we just say yeah. That. No, it's just cash. So have you basically seen your tips dry up in this in this time? <laughs> yeah. No, there's been a a couple of weeks where my tips were like two dollars. Wow. Oh my fucking god! So you're actually getting paid less money. Yeah. To work, to work the pandemic because well, I'm sure that I'm sure that tips is something that you rely upon somewhat that at least boosts your income up a little bit, right? Definitely. And our hours got cut severely too. Um, so it's just, it's, that's been weird. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. That is really fucked up. I'm really sorry so, that this is like, no, a thing. It's, yeah, you're it's so much I, more civil than me. Cause you're like, yeah, it's kind of weird. And I'm like, I want to go burn this place down. Yeah. I think I've just kind of become numb to it, you know, where, yeah, that's fair. It's just like it, you get to the mentality, like it is what it is. And I have to do what I have to do. Right. Which is also dangerous. Yeah, right? it's not fair because then it's like they see like you guys will put up with this, and it's like, oh, what exactly. else can we put them up, put them through? Exactly, and that's what I feel like. It's gonna keep getting pushed, you know, further and further until people are back in the store, and it's like nothing's happened. And yeah, yeah. Well, and like even just the idea that that apathy sets in because like it's the only way your your brain can cope with right. the constant stress, right? And so like that's exactly how people end up getting sick because they're not being vigilant because they can't be all the goddamn time. That's right. part of the issue. Well, that is not cool. That's like, I mean, legitimately, I, I, 
I knew some of this stuff because we had talked previously. That's way worse than I thought it was. Yeah. I'm seeing like way worse because I like I know that my experience isn't even the worst like I know people have had it at other stores that have been just horrible horrible experiences and yeah because I I definitely talk to people who've worked at like drive-thrus at different places Mm -hmm. usually when I'm going through the drive-thru and I I wear a mask when I'm going through the drive-thru yeah uh, which is not common most people don't and I almost always get thanked by the workers for wearing a mask and like the few times I've struck up conversation with them about it, it's like, oh yeah, nobody wears a mask. Everybody just grabs the debit machine, puts their hands Ugh. all over it, you know, yeah. reads all over it. Ridiculous. Yeah. That's the thing well, that we've been saying since the beginning. It's the workers that end up getting sick. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Ashley. Yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah. Thanks, guys. For joining us. Pleasure yeah. having you on. Too bad I wasn't under better circumstances. Hey, no. Thanks for having me. I do not remember. Are you not up on your late 90s uh, limited time offer McDonald's sandwiches? Mm, No, because I would have cried if I had to eat that because I'm guessing it has meat in it. Yeah, yeah, I probably did. I don't really remember, Mm -hmm. but I'm assuming it did. Yeah. Arch Deluxe, callback. Yeah. Uh, No. So what what did we just do? This is the transition. This is transition, Pam. Well, thanks for sticking around through that interview. <laughs> now we're gonna talk shit about Reno. Yeah, that's what we do on this podcast. Oh, Cuppy, you're gonna totally wreck my fucking thing. Whatever. Um, cats behaving badly. Cats behaving badly. Politicians behaving badly. Yep. Cops behaving badly. <clears throat> all, so, all the good stuff. Okay. So, so that was that was enlightening. That that was enlightening. Like I did, I knew some of that. Yeah. Just from talking to her, but I did not know the extent mm-hmm. to which her company is just sort of like throwing the workers into the grist mill. Yeah, they do seem to do that. They do seem to do that. Well, I, yeah, almost all of them. Yeah, literally all of them. I've been fired 300 times, I can assure you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Maybe well, don't say that. I do need a job. Yeah, we, who's Pam Spanish? Pam Spanish is but a phantom. Yeah, who the fuck is that? But a phantom in the night, Pam Spanish. Yeah. 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 But uh, also, let's give us work. We both need jobs. I'm poor. Um, Help me, I'm poor. Or just give us money for the podcast. Just, yeah. $100 an episode, folks. We need to do five episodes a week. Let's do it. We can do it. Yeah, we can do it. <laughs> it's a daily yeah. podcast now. Just turn it on and mute it. You don't even have to listen. So anyways, so um, fuck everyone. And... Mm-hmm. That's infuriating to me because when you compare like what workers are saying to what politicians are saying, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot of horseshit. Which we got into a few weeks ago. We talked yeah. about Chris Holt. Yeah, and, a little uh, bit. Yeah, yeah, and how he was responding to to a post that Janet and I had put up, mm-hmm. a friend Janet, uh, about workers sort of feeling fearful about going back to work and the anxiety that they were experiencing, and right. then you know Chris Chris making some offhanded bullshit comment about how. Um, restaurant restaurants don't make a profit, oh, and how fuck. he's just in it for the community love and all that fucking nonsense, and that his right. workers are very happy to be back. At oh work yeah, nobody's nobody's worried. Nobody's worried. Everyone likes working. Shh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, hopefully that conversation with Ashley just uh, 
let you know that that's not true. Right. It's not that that's uncommon. And, like, that, I have not heard anybody say, like, oh, yeah, I feel totally comfortable being at work right now. People are just afraid to talk about it. People our age, anyway, yeah. Yeah. The the people that I've talked to, they're all, I mean, I've I've got a few friends who've, like, been working the whole time. Right. Because they were essential. Yeah. Um, And they, like, were terrified. Some Uh with, like, new, newborn babies and parents they're living with and, yeah, you know. It's fucked up. Yeah. So, um, speaking of politicians that are just completely disconnected from reality, I wanted to pull up a little, little Facebook post here. Mm-hmm. So July 1st, there's a whole lot going on in the world. Yep. For one, like, Canada Day? Like, fuck you, Canada. Yeah, for I mean, one Canada thing. doesn't exist, so it can't really have a day. Like, if, okay, so, like, totally off topic, but, like, if you're acknowledging Canada Day without acknowledging, like, the issues and, like that are existing in Canada and like the fact that we're selling a celebrating a day because we stole land mm-hmm. from indigenous people and like committed genocide. Yeah. And, yep. and you and you just completely glaze over that. Yeah. Like it's fine to celebrate it like if you, I mean like I don't I think it's dumb I think it's not a real fucking holiday but like yeah. but like I get that people want to celebrate it and they may have a lot of reasons to do so. I don't really care but but if you again if you don't you're right. Like if you don't also acknowledge the hurt that that day represents for a lot of people, mm-hmm. then you're kind of shitty. Yeah, you're just a douchebag. Or you're ignorant. One yeah. Of the two. No. Well, this one's just a douchebag. So. So who's this one you're talking about? Who? Who's... Um, I'll give you two guesses. Um, is it Reno Reno uh, bomb bombast? Yeah, Bombastic? that's the one. That's the guy. Reno bombastic. So he says. So July first, <laughs> Happy Canada Day. Where is this on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. a good old, good old Facebook. Mm-hmm. Today will be a beautiful day, right? That's mm-hmm. nice. Sure. To take a stroll downtown and show some appreciation <laughs> to the great retail and hospitality small businesses that add so much to the fabric of our identity here in, Wis- in Windsor. We've missed so much, so many of these places. Today is the day to show our support. Get fucked, Reno. Streets will be closed starting today through Sunday and patios will be in full swing. Make a point. Of taking a walk downtown, having dinner, and then some drinks in support of the many small businesses that make Windsor so special. Who's he talking to? Not everybody can just fucking afford to do that shit, so he's talking to, to certain... Yeah, of course, people that have the money people. to do that. Okay, but, like, so so for one, fuck him for just being like, oh, I love Canada Day. Mm-hmm. And, like, not acknowledging that people are literally, like, fighting for their rights in Canada right now. But also, that's in the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Did he say anything in that about, like... Being careful. Being careful, like, wearing your masks, like, being cognizant of, like, um, keeping workers safe or anything? He's just like, no, go spend your money downtown in my ward. Yeah. Okay? Go spend your fucking money that you don't have because there's a pandemic and you're all on fucking government Just, like, smile and act like everything's okay and, like, ask people to go spend their money. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, so then... You compare that to, like, what's actually going on in the world on that day. <laughs> so, there's a CBC article that day. July 1st, COVID update. Health unit shutters agri-farm following weekend spike of COVID-19. So, they're talking about a farm that had 191 cases reported. We haven't found out the location of this farm, apparently. But yeah. th- this whole article, the same day, is just talking about how there's so many fucking cases... There's been deaths. The the agri firm 
workers have died yeah, and all this or, shit. Three or four of them at least now? Is that what I've... What I, I think... It, I, I found two. Yeah, I know there's been a third. I know at least oh, okay. a third person had died. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the, since probably... I don't know if since then or... I know there was three was the number that I had heard. Right. Uh, imagine it's just, imagine it's coming just such to this, a fucking disconnect. Imagine coming to this shitty fucking country oh. uh, in order to secure work because, you know, your own country and the world capitalism, global capitalism has made it impossible for you to find work. Right. Anywhere. So you have to travel like four or five thousand kilometers or more. I don't even sure how far away. It depends, I guess. Yeah. And then you come far, here and you, li- you live in a fucking shanty. Right. And you, uh, with like 14 or 15 other people who are also working 14, 15 hour days, and then you get a fucking virus that kills you and you die right. in your own filth in these fucking shanties. And then politicians are like, just smile and go, go buy a sandwich downtown. Yeah. With the food that these fucking people mm-hmm. are, are producing. Right. So at this point, 68 people had died in the area and, and it's up to 71 now. Yeah. So, but at this day, and he's just yeah. like, oh, like, happy Canada Day. Go downtown and expose yourself to COVID-19. Yeah, and expose workers to COVID-19. Right. Like, I mean, this this thing, like, when they post shit like that, it really is, again, like, I spoke about Maddie Marchand in the last episode and mm-hmm. how, like, when politicians show their honesty, it's actually, like, I appreciate it. Right. In this way, this is one of those moments where they're showing their honesty. Yeah. Y- now we know. Here's that, who they serve. Here's who we serve. Yeah, business owners. They business wanna, owners. Yeah. That's and, it. And, and the thing that pisses me off is they always are, like... Small businesses, small businesses. Yeah. Well, small businesses are not just like inherently good. Oh my God, they're usually worse. Because I got fired from a small business downtown when I reported a customer assaulted me. Yep. Small businesses are not just this inherently amazing thing that we have to like risk our health to protect. It's not the case. But as it's like as soon as he says a small business, family run business. Mm-hmm. They exploit people too. Yeah, I know several small businesses in this city that have uh, busted union campaigns, mm-hmm. which is illegal. Uh, who have fired workers for starting unions? Right. In their workplaces, it's illegal. Yeah. Um, I, you know, small businesses in this fucking town where bosses sexually harass and assault their workers. Exactly. Small business in this town where they skirt labor laws left, right, and center oh, because fuck, absolutely. because they because they either don't know. Or they know that no one's going to check up on them. Because yeah. the thing about Walmart and Starbucks and Tim Hortons, yeah. they may be shitty, and yeah. they are. Yeah. But they will follow the goddamn law to the T because right. the stakes are higher for them if yeah. they break it. And how many of these small businesses downtown have friends that are in local politics? How many fucking small businesses that are named after Reno Bortolan right. who illegally fire workers? Exactly. That happens. Yeah. That happened in this fucking town yeah. at the restaurant with his goddamn name on it. Yeah. And this piece of shit, fuck me. Oh my god, I'm mad again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's gonna start punching the desk. He's gonna start punching the desk. Uh, I so I've worked at a couple small coffee shops downtown. So I worked at one uh, back in the day uh, where there was like it was kind of like a music venue slash bar slash coffee shop. Can you not? Can you not name it? doesn't even exist anymore it doesn't exist anymore eh, also you're not getting rehired by this place no but i don't really want to get uh, yeah, sued again okay, by true. the i guess douchebag of an owner ex-owner <laughs> who uh oh man who ran for council exactly at, several times yeah that's my point so that's my whole point is he has friends in those places mm-hmm. oh my fucking god uh, that dude 
skirted those labor laws left and fucking right. Like, mm-hmm. left and fucking right. And he could get away with whatever he ever wanted to do. Yeah, that he was straight the up didn't worst, pay people. Didn't he, that he, was the worst job I ever had in my life. But people are always like, oh, small businesses. Well, like, fuck and you. And that small business. Was people like, love that small business. People love that small business. I went to work every day worrying about, like, fucking cockroaches behind the counter constantly. I had to put my stuff in garbage bags when I went to work because I was afraid of cockroaches getting into my purse. Mm -hmm. He would straight up just not pay me. Like, sometimes I would just not have a a paycheck, and he'd be like, oh, sorry, money's a little tight this week. Like, um, do you mind if, like, I just pay you next week? And then he he wouldn't pay you next... Because I remember you came to the worker center about this, and he, He always paid me back later, but what he didn't pay me for was, like, I would work alone. So sometimes there'd be a show and a full bar um, and all this kind of stuff. I'd be working alone, no security or anything, completely by myself in the back of that coffee shop. And not safe. Not safe for one person to be working alone at all. Yeah. We would close at 2 o'clock. But I wasn't allowed to do my clo- my closing duties until... I wasn't allowed to start them until 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I would work sometimes until 4 in the morning, doing all the dishes and cleaning, closing everything up, shutting down the till, mopping, like, stacking the chairs. you don't own a car, you I didn't take, have a car, so I had to take the bus home. I had to walk. To walk or take a cab. I always walked at like 3 or 4 in the morning home. And he never paid me for that closing time, so... What oh, a, that was like he never was, paid you for the after 2 o'clock? He never paid me after 2 o'clock, so I kept track of all that and then went to the labor board. And got all that money back from him after that. After I finally quit. Yeah, so you can't be sued for any of this because it's all true. And you well, yeah, know, it you is have a labor true. board thing, but well, most people are gonna know where it is anyways. Yeah. What it was. I mean, I know I know small businesses in this town who like like some obviously are great. Sure, to, sure. to some. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know to, where they are, but sure. yeah, I know I've never found one. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you know, I've spent a lot of time as people will will know at Green Bean. I work there. I've been there. I've been a patron for ten years. Right. Um, Green Bean is owned by a former union member. Yeah. Um, and you know. What I will say is that uh, out of the small businesses that I've seen and been right. a part of or been around, it's the best one. Yeah. It's a low bar. Yeah. It's a low bar. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. Um, like, not to say anything bad about Green Bean, because, like, I love, I love the one co-owner to death. He's yeah. one of my favorite people yeah, on the planet. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like, the moral compass by which we should all point, like, generally speaking, uh, doesn't mean that that was a perfect situation either, because... Right. It's, it's still a business. A business. And at business. the end of the day, they do not have the employees' interests at heart. Mm-hmm. As much as they may say they do. Right. But, and that's, you know, doubly true of a pandemic, which I will say, Green Bean is one of the few businesses that even though they could open and have a yeah, parklet, they, just haven't. they haven't. Because yeah. I, and I, I haven't talked to Caleb about it, but I, I imagine that's partially because he doesn't feel like he is going to keep his workers safe. Right. And something Caleb really gives a shit about. Yeah. Which is rare. So he's willing to put his business at risk. Right. In order to not make his workers sick. Yeah. So good for you, Green exactly. Bean and Caleb and anybody else uh, involved in that decision, because yeah. that's great. But that's rare. Yeah, the majority, <laughs> the majority don't care, and clearly the politicians don't care either. No, they're encouraging it. Well, even right at the beginning of the pandemic, what was the fucking thing that fucking dreamy eyes Drew Dilkins spent mm. every fucking hour of his day working on? promoting online he blocked me on facebook for calling him out about it did you guys know that local politicians love blocking people on oh, facebook yeah, they love it they do they love it i've they got sh- a whole list going i got a whole list yeah in fact uh the official this is false policy is try to get blocked by your local politicians if you're yeah. not trying to get blocked then you're not doing enough yeah um 
So, Takeout Tuesday. Takeout Tuesday, yes. Fuck Hashtag. Takeout Tuesday. Hashtag Takeout Hashtag Tuesday. Hashtag Takeout Tuesday. Yeah. Fuck your fucking Takeout Tuesday. During the height of a pandemic, Literally the very beginning, the height. He got back from his fucking vacation that he shouldn't have to taken. To Jordan, which he wasn't... Oh, that motherfucker. Oh, that fucker. He that went, motherfucker. He went four days after I knew there was a pandemic. Yeah. So what was his fucking Yeah, there problem? was a... They were recommending nobody flying. He was like, I want my, I want my vacation. His excuse was, I booked it back in July. Yeah, fuck so. you, Drew Dilkins. Lose your fucking ticket like everyone else did. So he gets back and he's like, well, I have my vacation now. I'm all powered up for Takeout Tuesday. Yeah, he was fucking a, promoting people to go out every Tuesday and order or take food. Out. Yeah, during the ta- during the which, height, the the very beginning when we should have been the most strict about it. When everything. we had no fucking idea what was happening and how yeah. this virus is transmitted, that was my big thing. It's like maybe it is safe, right? But we don't know, so we you should err know. on the side of caution. And not only that, but encouraging everyone in the city to do it on one day of the well, week. Well, that's the thing. Probably right? dangerous. You fucking. I was like, people idiots. are gonna get takeout. You don't have to convince people to get takeout. They're going to yeah. do it. Especially because so, people work still. and Instead of promoting cook. people to go, instead of being like, hey, I want everybody to go on the same day. On the same day. Why wouldn't you encourage people, like, why wouldn't you say, like, okay, as far as we know, this is safe. If you wear a mask, like, make sure that you're being careful about this. Workplaces, make sure that you're doing this and this. Like, he wasn't doing that. No. He wasn't fact, saying be careful. He wasn't, he, he was just saying go, go everyone, Tuesday. Yeah. Go order food everywhere. And, and not only that, but like back then, we didn't, we thought that masks might be less safe. Yeah. So we didn't, everybody just didn't know what the fuck was going on, mm-hmm. which was the big, which is the biggest thing. We still don't really know. Right. We have a better idea. Yeah. Because thank you, science. Yeah. Science. But like, but like, we still don't know everything about it and how it's spread. Mm-hmm. At that time, we knew fucking nothing. And in fact, we were mostly operating on like false assumptions. On like it, it, on on things that were that we've now figured out are actually wrong. Like right. I, I remember the big thing being don't wear a mask in public because it could increase your own risk of getting it. And and they thought it was surface to surface contact yeah. that was the biggest culprit. It turns out no, it is airborne is the biggest right. culprit. Uh, so people were just wandering out into these restaurants getting takeout. Yeah. Uh, exposing the workers. Right. Uh, to this fucking pandemic and yeah. themselves and everybody yeah. else. Like to me, it was just like, why wouldn't you say? Like, if you are ordering takeout, please take these precautions. You know, you, like, you don't need to convince people no. to get takeout. People are going to have to. I had to do it because, like, right. I, it, like it, especially when it was, like, uh, you know, we had that heat wave at the end of May where it hit, like, 35 degrees, yeah. four or five straight days. I ain't yeah. cooking right. in this kitchen in this apartment yeah. on those days. Yeah. So, yeah, I went and got fucking takeout. Right. So I commented on one of his fucking takeout Tuesday posts and was like, why don't you, like... Why don't you focus on safety precautions instead of convincing people to just go out and go buck wild on some fucking takeout? Like, why don't you put your emphasis on on caution and being safe? And then he he blocked me from Facebook. Yeah. So that's one of my politicians that I've been blocked from Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just one of them. Was, well, and also Re- Drew, Drew wasn't the only one doing Takeout Tuesday stuff. No. So, so it was all yeah, of our favorite Reno. local libs. Reno, we, actually, at one it. point, I was, like, complaining about it. So he, like, private messaged me to try to convince me that it was a good thing that they were that they were calling people en masse to get Takeout yeah. all on the same day. I, mean, I, remember, I, th- I don't remember I, who it was. I think it might have been him. Yeah. But someone told me in a comment or something that 
Well, you know, we're not just talking about Tuesday. We're saying any day of the week. It's no, like, that was Reno. That was what he was saying, too. The hashtag is fucking Takeout Tuesday, Yeah, it was like, idiot. every Tuesday, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We're just encouraging people in general. Well, then just call it Takeout Time or something. Yeah. What the fuck? Why are you calling it Takeout Tuesday take out and only talking about it on Tuesdays? <laughs> right. Like, fucking how idiots. stupid do you fucking think we idiots. are, you fucking asshole? Oh, my God. I fucking hate him. How many people got sick because of that? Yeah, we don't we know. We don't know. We'll never know. Yeah, no, that's why they do it, because it can't but actually be fucking traced back to them. Probably more than one. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Probably more than one. Just to, just by the laws of probability, that is likely how that went. Right. Fuckers. Like, and they just, they just want to tell us how, like... They, I mean, again, I, that Canada Day post is the perfect example. And exactly. they all do it. They all do yeah. it. The only thing they ever fucking talk about... Is businesses, development, yeah. and fucking, like, that kind of shit. That yeah. is who they serve. They're very honest and upfront about it. They don't try to hide it. Yeah, you don't see them posting about, like, oh, hey, guys, we've had, like, what is it now? 2,333 cases in Windsor confirmed. Like, mind you, that's confirmed because how many aren't confirmed? Well, yeah, and probably I mean, asymptomatic. Equal. We don't know. But so it, many it's people. It's looking like up to 40% of people who have the thing are asymptomatic. Exactly. So that would thousands suggest that... Thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, that would suggest that there's more like 4,000. But you don't see them posting about like, oh, hey, please use precaution. The numbers are going up. Like, hey, what did we have this weekend? 27 cases this On weekend? weekend? We yeah. hit, we've hit our high in July. Yeah. We've got more cases. We have like only 65% of our cases are resolved, which is the lowest in the province. Yeah. We have the highest rate in the province mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. And we actually hit our height. We have more cases than we did during the height of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah it's fucked. In July. But they're acting like it's not going on. Yeah, they're building parklets they, and, yeah. and, and bypassing bylaws yeah. and fucking telling everybody to go enjoy your local businesses. They're oh, fuck, fuck it's a fucking me. death cult. And then who else is in on that fucking bullshit? The fucking cops. Oh, I'm going to lose my shit. The cops for Emancipation Day. Yeah. And their fucking post online. Like, hey, happy, happy civic holiday, they refer to it as. They later posted about Emancipation Day, but they made a point to say civic holiday in Again, capitals on this Again, they retweeted Drew yeah. Dawkins's thing. Yeah. They didn't... Yeah, so... And I bet yeah. they only did that because people were like, yo, what about Emancipation I, no, Day? No, I think they did shits. on Facebook. I think they eventually did on Facebook, made their own thing. I could be wrong. I don't want to give them credit where it's not due. And again, they attended Emancipation yeah, we Day talked about that as an time. occupying force. Yeah, they did. We talked about that. We talked about that. But my point here is that they were like, hey, um, make sure you wear masks and appropriately distance, right? I think I talked about this yeah, too. Yeah. So I saw them, like a group of mm-hmm. 13 of them not wearing masks. Well... Um, Monday, this past Monday, um, at the Monday after Emancipation Day, mm-hmm. they there was another like picnic for Emancipation Day, and people sent me again group a group of cops all standing in a big fucking group all together again no masks. Yeah. So it's like we're fucked. The cops don't give a shit. And the, the politicians then, don't the give a shit. The cops are then coming into close contact with who? Exactly. They're coming into close contact with the most vulnerable people in the community. Exactly. We're then going to get sick because of their fucking dumbass negligence. Exactly. So we're just fucked. Take we're out Tuesday, though. Fuck take, fuck take out Tuesday. Fuck you, Drew Dilkins. Unblock me on Facebook, you fucking wimpy bastard. Well, good news. What? Uh, Chris Holt, uh, who owns, who again, despite the fact that he's a counselor, who he owns a business. Yeah. In, oh. he, in his ward. Yeah. Um, he's hiring. He's, he's hiring. hiring. So if you're looking for a job, go apply to Chapter <laughs> 2 Brewery. There's a line cook position open. And he thinks that employees love working through COVID, so it's going to be a fucking great time for you. Oh, yeah, no, he totally, he, if you ask him, every one of his employees is totally uh, psyched to build uh, their business together. Mm-hmm. 
fucking Christ. I saw the Adam um, Kijiji. It's minimum wage, too. Yeah. Did you notice that? Well, you know, I tried to figure this out, right? Because he didn't tell us um, if he was... We asked him if he was pay- paying his employees pandemic pay, but he wouldn't answer us. Yeah. So I saw his, like, crappy little ad on Kijiji. Like, that's where you're going to find a great job. So <laughs> his ad's on Kijiji. So I was like, oh, my God, Chris, hey, what's up? You blocked me on Facebook, so I can't ask you this question. You paying your employees pandemic pay? Did he answer you? Oh, no, the kitchen manager probably thinks I'm crazy. Oh, it's the kitchen manager. See, yeah, they're really, he's not even doing it. Yeah, they were, kitchen manager was like, um, this isn't Chris's email. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. He's probably just like, oh, I'm just trying to do my fucking job. I know. Here. <laughs> I didn't. I, yeah, I, I left him little. alone after that. But um, Well, so I, I'm, I, I have, uh, I'm going to make a, I'm going to apply for the job. I've decided I'm going to apply for it. Do you think um, you'll get hired? Oh, Wouldn't it be funny if the kitchen manager's just like, oh, this guy, this sounds like a really nice guy. I and have, then he hires you, hey, right? I have then, three years of kitchen experience. Yeah. What's up, kitchen manager? So let's up, let's go. Let's do it. I was a fucking, I was a manager, a kitchen manager at fucking rock bottom. Let's yeah. make it happen. Let's do it. That's we'll just, just those are, over. by the way, those are stories. We're gonna, oh, we're do gonna I have some stories about that fucking place? Two. We're going to unionize it. Yeah, let's do it. We should just put that in the resume. Watch out, Chris. Yeah, we're going to unionize your workers, bitch. Chris. We're going to unionize your fucking workers. No, we're coming, no, we're coming like for you. Work. We're coming for you. Oh, no. Well, they, they're going to unionize themselves. We'll just, like, give them yeah. fucking literature. Yeah. Our Marxist literature. Just going to, like, stand outside with, like, a trench coat. I'm going to whip it open and be like, what's up? You? I'm just going to have, like, IWW liter- literature in my... Yeah. In well, my under, under, you know how on, re- on resumes now, you're supposed to put strengths and weaknesses? Yeah. So under weaknesses, I'm going to put bad at parties. Uh, <laughs> and at, at the top of the resume uh, underneath uh, my name, I'm going to put this is false. Yeah. Just yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. No, seriously. Do like, it. I'm yeah. going to do it. I'm gonna, everyone should I'm do gonna it. I'm going to apply for that job. Yeah. And I think everyone should. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, how can I ruin my employability in this city further? Uh, yeah, just... Uh, do just, a joke application to Chapter 2 Brewery. Yeah. Oh, fuck him. Fuck you, Chris Holt. Chris Holt. He's an, yeah. He blocked me on Facebook. Drew Dilkins, Chris Holt. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, Chris, wimps, uh, wimps. you also just made me aware oh of the funniest shit. Oh, my God, this is so shit. funny. Yeah, so this this dude who's, like, a he's kind of a total wiener, this guy that I went to high school with, like, out in the boonies in Harrow. Yeah. Yeah, I've really tried to get away from we'll all those him, people. We'll call him Spleenbot. Yeah, Spleenbot. Spleenbot. I went to high school with him in Harrow. Mm-hmm. I, I worked really hard to get away from Harrow people, but a few of them straggled along to the Some big city. Some of them city. are cool. Yeah, some of them are cool. Okay, yeah, you've got some cool. You've got some cool. Oh, and Caleb isn't Caleb from? No, Caleb's from Windsor. I thought he was. He just hangs out with all the Harrow crew, so he's sort of like Harrow by association. Oh yeah, okay. He's got Harrow vibes. I mean that in the in the the nicest way. way. Yeah, Caleb, you're awesome. I'm not talking shit about you. No, definitely not. Okay, so um, so Spleenbot posts um, an article, Mm -hmm. and it says uh, study finds most restaurants fail within first year of it becoming illegal to go to them. Right, so it's like... So it's obviously satire. It's the fucking onion. <laughs> it's the onion. It's the fucking onion. And well, Chris, our, Holt repli- Cr- Chris Holt comments on it. What did he say? He said, yup, in capital letters. <laughs> like, he got onioned. He got onioned. He's just like, oh my god, yeah. They're making it illegal to go to restaurants. Everyone, come, <laughs> come, come to my restaurant. Buy a beer from me. You, got you know, it's true. Uh, the restaurants fail a year after everything because they just fail. I don't even know why. I mean, is it? I they're mean, making because I love my community. They're making it illegal to come to my restaurant. We must fight this. Everyone get COVID at Chapter Two Brewery. 
Am I gonna get sued for that? Oh fuck. No, it. you're not gonna get sued Just for that. Why would you get sued for that? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. Can't get my money if I'm dead. It's satire, parody satire. If they haven't figured that much out, they're not listening hard enough. Is it satire? I- I'm completely serious. Also, strategic lawsuits against public participation. That Slaps. Would, that would be. That's the thing you should learn about kids. If you ever do get sued by someone who has way more money than you. Yeah. What's that? Strategic lawsuit against public participation. It would make for a great podcast episode, though. Oh, I, we're going to do that. That's on my list. No, not that one. Not that lawsuit. I'm just saying, like, if Chris Holt sued me, oh, we, our next I episode see. would be so funny. No, I was just going to... I meant... An, uh, uh, oh, what, um, with our other lawsuit? An episode about slaps. Oh. In general. Yeah, okay, yeah. But that's a whole other thing. So, yeah, that was... Yeah, so what's uh, what's your saying? What's my saying? Yeah, you're smarter than your local Oh, city. yeah. Yeah. Counselor? You're smarter than your local city councilor. We're going to have t-shirts made. Yeah. That say that on them. Can, I'm, I'm going to work on them. This you, week you can, I'm going to be gone. You can so. buy them from us because I'm poor. Yeah. yeah. Help so me, I'm poor. We did, we should mention as well, we recorded this episode uh, a week, oh, yeah, a week yeah. before it's going to come out. Yeah, so they might have said more stupid things that we didn't get to yet. Yeah, or there might the be like, between now and then, like, the United States government might have fallen and it's going to sound ridiculous for us to podcast this stuff, but... I'm going to be gone. I'm going to go home to family on the other side of Toronto and live in the trees for a week or so. Lucky um, bastard. I'm really, I'm happy about it. I mean, I, the reason I'm going is shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fam- fair. Family yeah. health strife. But, yeah. but I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting the fuck out of this city. Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't been out of the city since Christmas and I'm going insane. It's been fucking eight yeah. months. Yeah. Oh, you need to get out every once in a while. Oh my God. I need to get out forever. Yeah. I left and then I came back. I don't know why the fuck I did that. So you can start it's a the podcast. The Windsor Curse. So you can start a podcast. Oh, yeah. We all know the truth. Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. So let's call it there. Yeah, let's call it. And uh, we'll you want see. Me to uh, do, you want me to do the outro? Yeah, do it. <laughs> this is my outro. Get ready. Are you going to do an actual outro? Because am I going to have to cut in and do an outro anyway? <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't work well under pressure. Okay? I don't like structure. Um, thanks for listening to the sixth episode of This Is False. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, like, Instagram. You can go there. Something. <laughs> you can uh, like our stuff on Facebook so that we, we're not shadow banned anymore. Oh, yeah. You'll be getting the shadow banned, We're guys. both shadow banned, so if you can't, no, our can't posts even promote our shit anymore. Like our stuff so that the Facebook knows away. that we're not bad or something. Go I don't directly. know who could possibly be reporting our stuff. Oh, I can't wouldn't. I out. couldn't ever imagine. I don't know. I don't us. know. Well, um, so what else do I say? Where, where can people find us? Oh. Um, uh, how? On, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Instagram? Facebook. Instagram? I I don't really think we post on Twitter, but maybe we will. I haven't. I figured, do a little I, bit. It's just it's hard because there's like yet. five followers, and I've been trying to direct people there. Yeah, we should put up a thing on Instagram to convince people to follow. Yeah, us. follow follow our, our Twitter. Yeah, this is False Pod. Yeah, for all of those. Uh, yeah, for all of them. All of them. Instagram. I I make the TikTok. memes. I make the me. Oh my god, guys, we made a TikTok. Yeah, I said it on the last outro, but we didn't. I didn't really get into it. I just said that you were going to handle it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to do it so you can follow our TikTok. Yeah, he- hello, fellow youths. Yeah, hello. We're hello, very young. Kids. We're going to make the Tiki Talkies. We're on Tiki Talkies. We're on the TikToks. Yeah. The TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can listen to us on, on all the major things. Did you know where they got the name TikTok? No. Uh, you know that clocks? Do they do? You can actually hear one in the background if you listen really hard. This is the worst joke I've TikTok. ever heard. TikTok. I'm going to kill myself. This joke is going to make me kill myself. That's where they get myself. it. They get it from that. 
I hate you so much. I bet the kids don't even know that, and they're on the app. I bet they don't even know it because they're so young. Someone save me. Someone save me. Yeah, we're young, too. Okay, so we've got all the things. You can listen to us on all the things. On all the podcatchers now. Apple. Apple finally let us in. got the Apple now. Mr. Gerbs. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think that's about it. This is false podcast at protonmail.com. Yeah, that. If you want to send complaints. Or if you want to be on the podcast. I said this last time, too. Like, if you have something that you want to talk about, if you're like, yo, I... This really grinds my gears, or like this is Let an experience I've had. Let me know because it probably grinds my gears too. Yeah, probably. We're probably both mad about it too. Yeah. We we want we want some guests. Yeah, someone be our friends. Yeah. You just want to shoot the shit with us on air? We'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll come to you. Yeah. And I think next time we're gonna have our friend Ev on. Uh, right? yeah, at some point, yeah, right? we're gonna soon? have her on. Yeah. It's Maybe, gonna be great. If not the next episode, very soon. Yeah, soon. Yeah. She's funny. I like her. She's great. Ev is amazing, and we're just gonna like, we're not even gonna have a plan. We're just gonna talk. Yeah. We're just gonna say that, say, yeah. We're just gonna talk. It could go either way. It could be really it good. It could be horrible. Or really it could bad. Be, it could be good, though, too. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Did I here. miss anything? No. Okay. I had, to, I had to help you out there a lot. Mm-hmm. We'll work you. on your skills. Yeah. <laughs> that intro, though. I'm talking solid. Every time that's what we're doing. Okay. Say okay, bye. Bye.